Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. All right. It's your girl, D. Scott, and it is Manic Monday, May 23rd, 2016. We are 31 days away from my birthday, or 32, something like that. Um, And so I have to start getting my ass back in shape. Not that I was too far gone, but, you know, I was hibernating, so I just didn't really feel like doing very much over the, um, the winter. So I just didn't. I mean, I've been running like this for a very long time and doing shit like this for a very long time. So um, definitely want to send a shout-out to my boy Mike B, fashion stylist, the Prince of Fashion, a.k.a. the Black Shadow. Um, you can find him on Instagram at ibogard, so like Humphrey Bogard, B-O-G-A-R-D, so I-B-O-G-A-R-D. He is up here working on a film. I met him a couple years ago at Fashion Week um, in New York City for uh, the members only crew, and um, we met there, and he was just very adamant. He actually is, I don't think he knows this, he's actually on some footage of mine from the show, which can be seen on my Instagram, at miss.d.scott. So tonight's show it's short and sweet because there's, you know, things going on in Toronto. Tings, man, tings. And um, I'm very happy at this moment because my hibernation period is over, and I will also talk about appropriateness in certain communities. So today there was a, a, a very, very beautiful little girl, um, and there was a picture on, like, Black Mom's blog or something like that on Instagram, and there was a picture of this little girl, and she's eating a popsicle, you know, like an old-school popsicle on a stick. And... um Gorgeous, gorgeous little girl, little cinnamon skin, hair was up in like a little, you know, little Afro puff. I mean, she was just adorable. So I look at the comments because I've been having baby fever a little bit lately. Not like I want one. I don't want to birth one or be pregnant. I just want someone to kind of just, oh, excuse me, just like give me a baby and then I'll be okay with it. And I don't feel like going through the adoption process either, but you know, being with my nieces this weekend, especially my A. Marie, my, you know, Alexis, my Aaliyah, yes, all A's, um, and the boys have, have M names. My my nephew and my son have M names. So it just, it really puts you in perspective, you know, with, and, and I don't ever worry about aging. You know, my doctor's like, as long as you get a period, and I do, motherfuckers, um, I ain't that fucking old, you can still have a baby. So, and I've never had an issue. 
so there's this beautiful little black girl, and she's, you know, sucking on a popsicle. In a, I can't even explain what it felt like to read a comment from a young male, a queen, um, who says, yeah, look at that. Her mom's already teaching her how to suck dick mothers. So at first I thought it was the Zimmerman dude that left a comment because nobody black would do that, right? And so I said, you know what? It looks like, it sounds like to me that, you know, you're putting your pedophilia or something of that nature. I'll post it tomorrow um, for my Tell the Truth Tuesday. It looks like your pedophilia is showing a little bit because anybody that would look at this picture of this little girl and think that about sucking dick, like, what did your mother teach you? And he's like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, I'm not a pedophile and this, this, and this. I said, but he's like, and you just, something, 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 because it didn't even matter. It was irrelevant. And I said, no. I was just being forward and not appropriate like you were. Like, I have a big issue when anybody, and, I, and I've had an issue with this with a girl that I worked with, that it was a picture of my son and I, and she was asking me a question that had nothing to do with my son, and it turned into almost an argument, and I ended up deleting the picture because I'm like, children to me represent innocence, and they should be protected at all times. So if the owner of the blog wasn't going to say anything I'm not going to let that shit slide. Now, am I the defender of the universe on social media? No. But this one particularly pissed me off because I'm like, y'all motherfuckers don't see that this motherfucker just said this little baby. I mean, when I say a baby, I'm talking about like two years old. I'm not talking about like, you know, a 10-year-old. And that's a baby, too. Let's just be clear. No, I'm talking about like a two-year-old. You know, like what the fuck would make you... I don't even know what would make you say something like that other than your rash sensationalism of sex and, you know, pedophilia on the mind, being a pedophile. So, you know, he goes back and forth with me. You could tell he checked the um, clapback facts and was just like, you know, we settled it evenly. And I always like when I'm able to settle a disagreement evenly because I'm like, you know, I'm not, you know, this way, but when it comes to the kids, you kind of got to draw a line, you know what I mean? Because that's why I don't post my son's face. That's why I don't really, you know, post a lot with the babies like that. Because if you say one motherfucking wrong thing, I don't give a fuck if my niece had on some motherfucking sandals that was five sizes too big with some white stockings and, and goddamn pantyhose around her head. You better not say nothing about my babies. You know, that's how I am. Like, I, I'll talk about them, but you won't, you know. So that's just where we're at in life. So... It's just really unfortunate that I'm seeing this new surgeons of gay black men. You know, I haven't really had any issues with any gay white men, but then again, I don't really know any. Um, gay black men that think they can out-queen you. And the funny thing is, is that, honey, I am very popular in the LGBT community, and I'm very, you know, influenced by them. I, I love my, my good Judys, and I love my, my queens. But these are real queens. These are people that will get you all together right in 30 seconds. And they are not about the unfairness. They are not about the hypocrisy. And they really are against people that are making the LGBT community look a certain way, like with the over-sensationalism of what people think that gay men look like or the over-sensationalism of what we think that gay women look like, you know, because it's not what you think because it's not our lifestyle. So just like, you know, I don't understand some of your homosexual things, don't pretend to understand any of my heterosexual things. So the gentleman had made a comment saying like, you know, well, then you should, if you can't have a baby or if you don't want to have a baby, you should just adopt. But you're probably um, one of those type moms 
that would have um, organic baby food and make your own baby food. Now, the funny thing is I actually did, and that's why my son at age 12 years old, because his father is 6'5 and, and 280, that although he'll argue he was only 230, but, you know, that's why my son is almost taller than me at 5'6 and weighs probably about 160 pounds and wears a size 9.5 shoe, healthy. You know what I'm saying? My son was, we were vegetarian almost up until we moved here to New York, which was uh, about six years ago. You know, so for half his life, my son wasn't, he wasn't really a meat eater. We ate chicken and, and fish and stuff like that. No red meat, no pork ever. You know, my son has never had a pork chop ever. You know, he may have had a sausage here and there because that was his decision. That's what he chose. But, you know, we don't keep that stuff in the house. So for me, like he's never had a pulled pork sandwich, that's just, that's not what we do. So um, because he learns that the pig is a filthy animal and so on and so forth. So my whole situation with this new surgeons of um, young male queens is that you have to respect your elders. Ooh, let me take a sip of this wine. Malbec, of course. Mm. And you have to understand that if... You're trying to be feminine. This this is the kind of queen that I hate, the kind of queen that just now started wearing Daisy Dukes <clears throat> that thinks that because he tied his gray T-shirt, his Aeropostale T-shirt, and a knot in the front, and he's showing his midriff, that that's doing something. The, the type of queen that thinks that just because he contoured an eyebrow or a cheekbone, that that makes you all the way in the LGBT community. Like, I don't fucking think so, because you wouldn't wear that to, to Pride Weekend. You wouldn't, and the reason that you wouldn't do that is because the real queens would get with you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I know real queens that don't have to over-sexualize themselves or be be over-sexual in just daily conversation to prove that they're on top of their game, like Laganja Estranja. This is a this is a man who, you know, tra- is transitioning into being a female. Laganja Estranja had a custom-made um, zero-fucks uh green jersey the only green one in existence and she wore that motherfucker when she was in england she wore it when she was in europe she wore that motherfucker all over her website you can follow her at laganja g-a-n-g-a lestranja she was actually on rupaul's drag race so you have to understand that you know, I'm very familiar with what they take, you know, deposition with and what they think is despising and what, you know, certain members of the LGB community fight hard against every single day. And one of those things is that there's some sort of sexual deviance. So you can't go around with your T-shirt tied up in the front with a pair of espadrilles, which, you know, straight women barely wear them, and a pair of Daisy Dukes with the pockets showing on some Britney Spears 1997 shit, and you're a black male, and then make an inappropriate sexual comment towards a little black girl. Inappropriate, not okay, and you have to pick a fucking struggle. You know, because to be gay, that that's one issue. Then to be black, and then to be gay, and then to be, you know, feminine, you have three issues working at one. You know, if you were to ask America, I am a black female, single mom. I, I abolish some stereotypes, and then some stereotypes I fit right in. But I never, ever, ever am a statistic other than my statistic for divorce. You know, so for me to see 
someone talk about this little black girl, and I know that we are in a generation where a lot of you are like, Woosa, I'm not going to give my energy to that. Me, I like to fight. I'm not going to let you come on this beautiful little girl's picture and disrespect this child, and the owner of the blog don't say shit, and the fucking, the, the rest of you, oh, my God, she's so cute, tagging your friends, y'all ain't said shit to this dude. This that this is what you're not gonna do, and then this is then y'all turn around and call me crazy because I have to chin check, you know, Mister or Mrs. Whoever the fuck he is, and it wasn't even a real check; it was just like a slight tongue lashing, like just one lash across the back with like baby oil and 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 a wet belt because I feel like, you know, I'll say what you can't say. Like y'all know y'all seen that shit and it was inappropriate, but instead of you saying something, y'all just went around the shit. Like these comments are detrimental to our entire society like if he's a gay male and he's looking at a little baby girl like that you hate women you don't like women very much there is nothing and then he you know he came back and he said you know maybe I'm a little envious of the innocence in her eyes and then I have to look at him as a, as a brother as a as a man and say well what happened to you that you have so much hatred towards black women as mothers and as daughters so this is what you women are not understanding. We're perpetuating this race of men that are growing up hating black women from two years old and up. That is inappropriate, and it's not okay, because who's going to defend the little girl? Now, let me say this. Had that have been my niece that was in the photo eating a popsicle and someone made a derogatory comment like that, my brother would be on a plane right now. All three of them, all three of y'all would have been on a plane. Like, who fucking said what? You understand what I'm saying? The dudes that I know would not allow you to talk about anybody's child. Like, that that is a baby. And, you know, so I have issues with innocence. That's why I like, you know, when little kids speak because it's always from the mouths of babes. And, you know, there's innocence in love and there's innocence in children, and we have to protect that. So, you you know, shame on you, black women that sat up there on that blog and saw him say that and didn't say shit. You know, because stuff like that should not be ignored. And then, you know, surprisingly, he was quite intellectual. We had a a conversation about it. And I'm like, yeah, I play around a lot, too, but not when it comes to the babies. I don't make comment like that. Like, I don't think it's cute when I see sons dressing like their mothers. I don't think that's cute. I don't think it's cute when little girls are sassy and putting their hands on their hips and popping a hip out and doing all types of, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's too grown. It's too Diana Ross. Let them be two years old. Let them be five years old. I remember one time my son wanted to wear a Mexican hat, an Incredible Hulk t-shirt, some pajama pants, and some, some rubber duckies. Wear the shit. My son used to wear Crocs. Now he wears Cole Hans, but, I mean, he used to wear Crocs. He gave zero fucks. He was just like, whatever, I'm my own person. I do what I want to do. And that's the innocence in children. And as they grow up, that innocence is taken from them. So when we allow, you know, David Banner, and I'm not a big follower of his because I remember when you was rapping about some other shit, and I know that you have a catfish uh, commune in the back of your house where you catch your own catfish. You got a little lake he had, you know, man-made lake he had built in the back of his house. I think it's down in Mississippi. But, um, and I've always loved David Banner, but not as a girl or as an author or as a business person or as a political figure. I'm, I'm not there yet with him. However, he made a comment today when he was like, you know, there are people that are willing to die for their legacy and die for their revolution. What are you willing to do? So if you're not even willing to clap back at this dude for making this disgusting comment against a little girl, and what you guys don't understand was that was a loaded comment. When you say things, and I wish I would have um, 
snapshotted it because they finally did delete the comment. But he said something to effect of, yeah, look at that. And then I'm, and when I say I'm paraphrasing, I'm being nice. Like he was like, yeah, look at that, already teaching the little girl how to suck dick mothers. Like what your mama do to you? Who hurt you? You know what I'm saying? You want to talk about that? Do you need counseling or therapy? I could try to help you in your area. Like, that's not okay. And for all you black women that sat there and did this, this is the type of co-signing that y'all do with these ninjas. This is the type of co-signing that you do with these black men in your relationships and make them think it's okay for them to talk to you like that. I will take myself out the equation real fucking quick. You want to act crazy? Cool. I will not talk to you. You know, and it's a shame that we get to age 25 and 35 and 45, and I'm not 45 yet, but we have to raise black men all over again because you motherfuckers did a piss-poor-ass fucking job of it. They don't know how to talk to women. They don't know how to touch women. They don't know how to make love to a woman. They don't know how to fuck a woman. They don't know how to speak to a woman. They don't even know how to be near a woman without almost being physically or verbally abusive. And I'm not here with the shits. I'm not here for that. I'm here to make sure that everybody gets respected and it's all love. So even though I hate love with like, ugh, it makes me sick, I'm not talking about that kind of love. There has to be a level of self-love first. And so for a young man to say that about a little girl, it makes me want to look at him and say, who fucking did it? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, nobody, and this, this, this is what was crazy, because now I'm the bad guy, because I done said some shit to this motherfucker. And he was like, you know, and I said, well, listen, maybe it's just my ovaries are itching, you know, because I, you know, maybe sometimes I see little girls and I want a daughter, but I'm not crazy, because that would be 12 years, well, minimum, 12, 13 years between her and my son. I really don't feel like fucking going through it all over again. If somebody would just throw one on my doorstep, that'd be great. But anyways, but anyways, but also, too, you know, I want to, babies are made out of love. They're not made out of spite. They're not made because it was an accident. They're not made because you just thought that the baby was going to have light eyes like his mama. Like, that's not what you make babies for. You make babies so that you can go back and tell the story of your legacy and say, you know, it doesn't matter whether we're together or not. I loved your daddy. Your daddy loved me. And that's, you know, that's why you were made out of love, right? Because then that can't breed contempt or hate. No matter what I do, what this motherfucker do to me? I cannot hate my ex-husband. I can't do it. My son looks just like him, and I have to respect that. So I don't give a fuck what he does to me. Long as my son still looks at you like his hero or whatever, me and you could fight separately on an even playing field. But we're not going to do that, for, you know, in front of the baby or about the baby. So I'm all about the babies, and I'm just very shocked I don't know if it was a desensitization thing because I'm going to actually post the comments tomorrow on my on my Facebook and on my Instagram if you guys aren't following me, at miss.d.scott. I'm on Twitter at DMSST93 so that you guys understand that, like, when it comes to these kids, like, if we're not as women, like, where's your mama bear instincts? Like, where's your, like, who the fuck, like, and I, and I said straight up to him, he's like, oh, I'm fired from a pedophile. I said, but nobody, I said, who would look at this photo of this beautiful little brown baby, this little cinnamon baby, she's that pretty, pretty, Dark brown cinnamon skin. I love that color. And, um, you know, it's it's the same color as my ex-husband. My ex-husband is actually very, very dark skin. Um, and my son actually came out lighter than the both of us. But that's that, you know, Dominican situation that he has going on. But, you know, and in the summer, I love when I get dark. I mean, it's just the prettiest shade of cinnamon. It's just a dark, rich color. And this baby, oh, my God, she had jet black hair. She was so pretty. So when I called him a pedophile, he didn't like that. 
You see what I'm saying? So you women are like, where's your mama bear instincts? Like, y'all will let y'all ovaries get tickled, and y'all will get fucked backwards three times before you defend an innocent, a minor, because you're selfish and you're not really queen. You're not about building a legacy. You just want everything for looks and for right now. I mean, y'all motherfuckers skipped over this motherfucker's comment like, like it was nothing. Now, when I go back on the page, I see that they finally deleted it and they left all my comments up there. But even that's wrong because it's kind of like, well, you wasn't saying nothing. You're the owner of the page. Motherfucker ain't going to crip walk on my page. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not going to crip walk on my page and talk shit on my page and then leave fucked up ass comments. And You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to eat your face off. I'm a real person. You know what I'm saying? So when people come for me, trust me, I'm, I'm all the way here. You could come for me, but you'll never find me. You understand what I'm saying? I'm everywhere all the time. So now I have to leave the show with a close because, oh, that was another thing I wanted to talk to y'all about. So it came to my attention that one of my one of my people's one of my little homies, and he hates when I call him a little homie, but um, you know he's a, he's a, he's a little motherfucker. And the reason I say he's a little motherfucker is because he's not doing big things. And it's kind of like Drake said in the song. He said, "Remember when Chrysler made that car that looked like a Bentley?" You couldn't see what I could see. So if I'm looking at you like you a Bentley and you don't see yourself like that, there's nothing I can really do. So you're just going to have to stay at Chrysler and deal with Chrysler-ass motherfuckers. That's, these are things that are not my problem. So, you know, as summer approaches, I'm not, I don't give a shit about cuffing season. I don't care about none of that shit. I'm not trying to get cuffed. I already have cuffs. In fact, <laughs> there's a girl that actually makes cuffs that I'm actually buying for my birthday. So, um, house in Vegas in the ATL. Um, oh Lord. But I feel like, you know, these people, you guys have to come to a place where y'all keep my name out your fucking mouth because right along with everything that you could say about me, like someone said, and and I'm to the point where I kind of don't believe this motherfucker. He's like, yeah, some girl came to me. First of all, I don't nobody even know I talk to you. I don't keep my holes public for public recognition. I don't be out in the public. Now, this particular person I was out in the public with because I like him. He's a good kid. But what he doesn't understand is I don't think he knows me well enough to know, like, I will destroy your whole fucking life. You piss me off. Like, we just playing right now. You just catnip right now. You know what I'm saying? And I like you, but I'm not going to chase no man. I chase. I don't even chase money. I go get money. I don't need to go get a man. But if I wanted one, I would have one. I'm, I'm just busy right now. I don't have time for this fucking shenanigans and bullshit. So when it comes to my business... People can say whatever the fuck they want to say, but the number one thing you better say is two things. It's two things you better say when you speak about me to another motherfucker, and I'm not there. Number one, just know you would never say that shit to my face. So you can say you could call me whatever the fuck you want, just don't ever call me broke. Okay, I work, and I don't got to lay on my back. I don't got to fuck no dude to get my money to run this company, to run my businesses. I'll do a million fucking things until they make me a million fucking dollars, and that's where I'm at in life right now. But I've always been this way, you know. Always been this way. Then on top of that, you know, somebody was like, yeah, she wrote a book. But no, I didn't write a book. Get your shit right, bitch. I wrote six books. And I ghostwrite for other motherfuckers because that's a talent. If your talent is all you have is just laying on your back and talking shit about me, girl, do you know I will call your daddy back, make, marry your father, make you my stepdaughter, and then you can figure out who the fuck's going to watch your kids when you out doing what the fuck you want to do. Okay. 
you wish, you wish that you could say ever say anything like that to my face. I'll make you my stepdaughter. Shut up. Or I'll make you my stepson because, you know, dudes is bitches these days, too. Now, I tend to think that nobody would ever say nothing like that about me because people don't have nothing really like that to say. I keep to myself. I'm a recluse. I barely leave the fucking house. And I'm all about my family. But if you ever do want to say anything, make sure you don't leave out the part where I will slap fuck out of you. Not the fuck, fuck out of you. Okay, I'll slap fire out your whole entire situation and then slap your mother and then go marry your fucking father so that you become my stepchild and you ain't got no more money for bundles because that's what type of motherfucker I am. So make sure that when you're talking about me, you make sure that you let them know, yeah, I heard she be popping pills for her fucking mental illness. Not to get high, no. So I make sure that I don't go the fuck to jail for popping motherfuckers like you. And if y'all know anything about me, I grew up my whole life fighting dudes. I don't even fight fucking females. I'm always fighting dudes because it's always a fucking problem. You understand what I'm saying? It's always a fucking problem. You're not going to put your hands on me. You're not going to talk to me any kind of way. And if your mother didn't raise you right, then guess what? You could get right with me. So now that I've got that off my chest, that that's the whole reason that Zero Fucks was started is because it was a lifestyle. It was, you know, if you could walk around in a day and not give a fuck about what people say or what people think about you, you might could be okay. You might be all right in life. I'm sitting up here planning out my birthday extravaganza. I'm already in my mind and my schedule in September and shit trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Y'all over here talking about little babies and fucking, you know, bothering me and talking to my, my, my youngin, you know, about some some dumb shit, and like I said, I said they would never say it to my face. Now, I tend to think, again, like I said, that the cat was lying, because if you can't give me a specific situation, if you can't tell me what my son's real first name is, if you can't tell me, you know, where I live or what's going on or anything about me other than what you see because what I publicly put, like I've told y'all before, 90% of what you see on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook is only 1% of my life. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm 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 nonchalant and non-existent, and then sometimes I'm just doing the fucking most, and I just don't want you to know because it's none of your fucking business. And I'm just trying to make sure that you know my life is 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 the way that I've been saying it. But I don't portray my life to be as nothing. So for somebody to say like, oh well, her lifestyle, my lifestyle is being a fucking mother. So you could take that however the fuck you want to talk about it. My lifestyle is being a fucking mother. That's what I do. My my lifestyle is making sure I'm a good wife to the man that deserves it. My lifestyle is making sure I get this money because y'all motherfuckers ain't paying for shit for me. My lifestyle is making sure that my family is okay because I'm the matriarch. My mother's been gone now. You know what I'm saying? So you guys got to understand that when you talking to me, Make sure you watch your fucking mouth. And I, I, I am an American girl, you know, and I feel some type of way about motherfuckers trying to take anything away from me when I worked so hard to build what I have, and I never had to lay on my back. I did all my shit standing up. I'm self-made, not man-made. Just, 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 just remember that shit. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on Tell the Truth. <laughs>